podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time to move out of diesel, so make the move to Dennis Mahoney M50 and Toyota's incredible range of self-charging hybrid electric cars. With finance contributions of up to €3,000, join the thousands of hybrid drivers enjoying lower taxes and cleaner air. You'll never take a wrong turn with Toyota, Ireland's best-selling car brand. Visit Dennis Mahoney M50 today. Toyota. Built for a better world. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to another episode of Talking Point, Planet F1's podcast. As I'm sure you're all aware, not much is happening in the world of Formula 1 these days. So, this week, rather than trying to make uninteresting stories sound interesting, we decided today we're just going to focus in-depth on one topic. And that topic is the future of Sebastian Vettel. Joining me, as always, is the site's editor, Michelle Foster. So, Michelle, uh, what's life like over in South Africa at the moment? We're all uh, locked up in our homes here, in England. We're allowed outside for one piece of, you know, daily exercise and to buy food, but uh, yeah, that's about it. Um, we're doing lockdown in a complete lockdown at the moment, Finley. We're not even allowed to go outside for that one piece of exercise or to walk the dogs or walk the cat, if that's more your sort of thing. Uh, there's a lot of in-home exercise going on these days, jumping jacks, high knees, ab challenge, pretty much anything and everything we can think of to uh, burn off a bit of energy. But yeah, it's, it's very strict measures and I, I guess that's what the world needs right now, unfortunately. Yeah, sadly, yeah, I think that's the case, isn't it? Um, being locked inside is bad enough. Being locked outside without any kind of sport is, yeah, driving me crazy as well. But uh, yeah, I'm sure we've everybody's exhausted the whole discussion of when Formula One's going to be back on our TVs. So uh, yeah, today we're going to stay clear of that. And yeah, like we said, discuss Sebastian Vettel. So obviously last season wasn't great for him. Um, with his contract coming to an end this year, there are a lot of question marks over whether Ferrari would offer him a new deal. Uh, Sky Italia have reported now that Ferrari have indeed offered him a new deal, but it's a, just a one-year deal, and it includes a huge pay cut to his £100 million valued contract. Poor guy. So, first thing we have to ask ourselves with this kind of kind of story is, uh, does it sound true? So, reading it, do you believe it, Michelle? Um, I think it's very feasible, the, the Sky Italia story. Um, if there's one person at the moment who is really looking forward to Formula One getting underway, it will be Sebastian Vettel. Um, the poor guy spent last year being the topic of every second rumour, and this year, well, not at the moment, he's pretty much the topic of every rumour that's going around, as the world wants to know what he's going to be doing next season. Sky Italia have come out saying, as you said, that He's been offered a one-year deal for 2021, and it'll take a dramatic cut on his $100 million. Uh, yeah, it really does sound true, because if you think about it, next year is basically going to be a continuation of this year. So there's no reason for Ferrari to offer him a two-year deal. They might do that at the end of next year if he does accept. But the new rules aren't coming into effect. So... Yeah, just keep him on as a continuation from this season. And unfortunately for the pay cut part, that's kind of to be expected. I mean, he got 100 million for the last three years, but didn't really produce 
races that were worth a hundred million. So yeah, I can imagine the pay cuts. The pay cut part of it is definitely true. I was initially kind of surprised. I don't know. I just always found it kind of difficult to imagine Ferrari, you know, saying no to Sebastian Vettel and money's one thing they're not lacking. But uh, I guess they've got a lot of alternatives, so they don't need to go all out for him. But we'll get on to those alternatives. Simply, do you think he'd take it, this offer? I think it might be based on when the season starts. If the season only starts, let's say, August, September, and we get sort of eight races, then, yeah, I really do think he will take it because he won't have a full season to potentially mark the end of his Formula One career. So he wouldn't have raced in Australia. He wouldn't have tried Vietnam or Bahrain or whatever other races we're going to land up missing out on this season. So, yeah, I think he, I think he will take the one-year deal. Um, but, you know, with Beckham, you never know. He's made it abundantly clear that money is not factoring in on his deal. As long as he's still enjoying it, then he sees no reason not to continue. Um, but having said that, he's also gone like, but would he enjoy it if he was sort of racing for 12th place or something like that? So I think potentially this this time that we have off at the moment, um, he's probably going to be the person who's spending the most time thinking about Formula One, but thinking more about the future than what's going to happen when we finally get on track. Yeah, for me, it's he's an interesting one because up to a few years ago, I would have, you know, thought Formula One's his life pretty much. I mean, racing, he's so interested in it. He's not like, you know, Hamilton's got so much stuff that he does outside of racing, whereas, you know, Vettel's hobby is pr- restoring old motorbikes. Um, so up to maybe even up to the start of last year, maybe, I would have thought there's no way he'd walk away from this sport, you know, and money's not a factor. It's one thing he doesn't have to consider. But, yeah, I think last year you could kind of see the the cracks starting to show he was maybe falling out of love a bit with the sport. You know, if you think back to Montreal, where he was just so resigned to losing that victory. So, yeah, I could maybe see him going, but I think for a driver like him, it would be a real shame if we didn't, you know, see him go out on his own terms and for him to be able to know it was his last race when it was, you know. Um, if he did turn the offer down, we have to ask ourselves, what do you think he'd do? Would he stay in the sport, go to a midfield team, um, or would he just retire? Bernie Eccleston reckons he should either retire or move to McLaren. But at the moment, where the situation stands with McLaren is he'd be fighting for, let's call it, sixth and fifth place as opposed to fighting for podiums and victories. And would he want to do that? It's strange. I mean, Vettel, like you said, he, he always just seemed to be so... So he was Formula One. He, he loved the sport. He loved everything about the sport. And last year, I don't know if it was the criticism that he received. And let's be honest, the poor lad was criticized very heavily. Every tiny mistake he made, made headlines over in Italy and in large parts of the European press. Uh, which that's never good for anybody. I mean, we all make mistakes, unfortunately, but to have them splashed over, like we said, the world's press, uh, and to be so heavily criticised, I think that kind of did kill a bit of his love affair with it. And that could be the deciding factor in it all. I mean, if already your your love for your job has has taken a blow, 
do you really want to be racing for, let's say, seventh or eighth place? Uh, so that's a big question he's going to have to ask himself. Like you say, I, I would hate for Bethel to, to go out in what isn't his own terms. He's been a fantastic driver. He, he's done so well for the sport, and, and unexpectedly, I mean, for Red Bull, those years when he came to the fore, it was it was phenomenal. It was good for Formula One as well to have a team that wasn't a major manufacturer that was shining the light on the sport. Um, so, yeah, as I said, we'd like to see Vettel continue, but you really never know with him what he's thinking. Yeah, I, you know, when Kimi left for the midfield, I thought, yeah, it's probably time, you know, he was quite a way off at Ferrari of Vettel. Uh, he's obviously considerably older than Vettel. And I thought, yeah, going back to the midfield, that makes sense. But yeah, for Vettel, it just it seems a crazy thought for him to be going back there or leave the sport altogether. But then if he doesn't take this, where else is there? You know, I mean, we'd all love to see him back at Red Bull, but he's never going to go alongside Verstappen, is he? No, definitely not. And Red Bull have made a cure time and time again that he's he's their past. A fantastic part of their past, but very much their past. Uh, Rebel, definitely not an option for him. Uh, Mercedes, I don't believe, is an option either. Um, that's going to be probably Hamilton and Valtteri Bottas again. I don't see any major changes happening in the driver lineup, if, if this is kind of how the season plays out with just a handful or so of races. So, yeah, maybe McLaren is an option, but again, I'm I'm just not really seeing that. There's also been talk, Renault was saying, you know, if Daniel Ricciardo decides to go somewhere else, they might uh, they might consider Vettel. But I, I just don't see him taking a step back when he can rather step away completely and go and spend the time with his family and tinker with his bikes. Well, as you mentioned, Daniel Ricciardo um, brings us nicely onto the fact that the report does state that should Vettel turn down the offer, they're considering Ricardo, Carlos Sainz and Antonio Giovinazzi as possible replacements. Um, bearing this in mind, we put a Twitter poll out asking our followers who of the four they'd choose to partner Leclerc. We got over a thousand votes and Ricardo was the runaway winner. Uh, not even close, he got 63% of the vote. Vettel was way off with 19, Sainz was just behind with 15 and unsurprisingly Antonio Giovinazzi had just 3%. Um, we also asked a question on Facebook, and I'll just read out some of the responses we got. So, David Yambresic, sorry if I butchered that pronunciation, I'm English, we're terrible at that kind of stuff. Uh, Ricardo, surely, because he's the only one who's capable to win a championship. Jordan Harland also said Ricardo, he said, Daniel hands down, but Seb deserves to go on his own terms first. Jeff Christman said, uh... Out of the three, Sainz is the way to go, but I think he should stay at McLaren because he's the backbone to the team there. I'd like to see Danny Kvyat get it. And Gary Beck said, anyone but Vettel. He's been a useless disaster for Ferrari. He should have gone at least a year ago. Um, yeah, scrolling through these comments, it took me quite a while to find any that weren't advocating for Daniel Ricciardo to get that seat. So of those four... You know, imagine you work at Ferrari, Michelle. What's your call? What do you do? I would put Carlos Sainz in the seat. Why Sainz over Ricardo? Um, more of an age thing than anything else. I mean, Danny Rex now, he's 
30, 32, somewhere around there. Um, whereas Carlos Sainz is still in his mid-20s. I think if they sign Danny Rick, it's it's sort of a two-year let's take him on. Whereas if they sign Carlos Sainz, it's the potential for, let's say, seven years. And Ferrari needs to start thinking long-term. You know? They've got... They've got Charles Leclerc in the mix till the end of 2024. They need to find someone now who's going to compliment him and who's going to push Ferrari to, to win a world title. I mean, they haven't won the Drivers' Championship since 2007, which just, it's, it's mind-boggling when you think of the millions and millions that are thrown into that team. And yet they always seem to be missing something. I, I think Carlos Sainz could be the key to that one. And... But having said that, I'd also I'd be gutted if it didn't actually go to Daniel Ricciardo because Daniel Rick's been wanting that seat for so many years now, and for so many years he's been rumored to, and he's been knocking on that door. But I think now the fact that he's 30 and Carlos Sainz is 24, 25, that Ferrari would probably turn to Sainz before they would Ricciardo. Yeah, as a fan, Daniel Ricciardo is definitely my first choice. Um, I love him. I think he's great driver as well uh and i'd love to see him go head to head with leclerc just to see how good he really is you know um but with ferrari it's not just it's not like your average team picking a driver lineup where they'll just go for the two best drivers outright you know obviously there's age which is a factor and there's the fact that they might want a number two driver to leclerc someone who doesn't cause as many issues um and i don't think Ricardo would ever be up for taking that. Maybe Sainz would. The obvious number two would be Giovinazzi, but I don't know. Personally, I I got nothing against him, but I don't think he's at that level to get a Ferrari seat unless he has a hell of a season, whatever the next season is. Um, what, do you think he's cut out for that? I was very surprised that Alfa Romeo kept him on this season. Um, I didn't think they would. Yes, the second half of his 2019 was a hell of a lot better than the first half, but to me it still wasn't up to Formula 1 standards. I think Ferrari could have potentially put in another one of their youngsters into the car and and tried to see what they can do, again with an eye to building for the future. I don't think Antonio Giovinazzi is Ferrari material. Um, like I said, I, I barely think he's Formula 1 material. Yeah, I, I was. I, I kind of expected them to bring Mick Schumacher in and replace him, considering how well I imagine how up for getting him in an F1 seat they are. But I guess I think if he impressed more in Formula Two, they probably would have done that. Um, but he didn't have a great first year, so yeah, I think that's all that saved Giovinazzi really. But uh, so you say Carlos Sainz is your first choice. Do you think he'd do a better job than Vettel's doing now? I don't know if he would in his first season do a better job than Vettel, but I think he would in his second season as he found himself more comfortable within the team. Uh, he had a great year with McLaren. I mean, him and Lando Norris are a fantastic lineup. I think if Ferrari want to want to get Carlos Sainz into that seat, um, they're going to have to do a lot of begging. And I think they're going to have stiff competition for McLaren, actually. McLaren's very much up and coming again, which sounds so strange to say about a team like McLaren. But they have the potential with that Mercedes power unit to hopefully be knocking on Ferrari's door you know, in the next year or two. Um, yeah, I... Oh, 
I don't really know. I mean, if I was science, I think I would actually probably stay with McLaren, given the option. But if I was Ferrari, I think science would be a good option to replace Vettel. And I do think he could do a better job in time than the German. Yeah, I think, yeah, like you said, maybe not maybe not in his first season. But I think if you consider age, um, I was going to say salary, but I guess Ferrari don't really have to consider money. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'd probably go for signs. Um but yeah, like I said, as a fan, Ricardo. Uh, so that's what we what we want to happen, what we do in that seat. But uh, what do we think will happen? So predictions, Michelle. Um, imagine Ferrari have just made a statement for who's going to partner Charles Leclerc for 2021. Who do you think it's going to be? Uh, the statement's going to read, Vettel will partner him in 2021, but just for one year. So you think Vettel's going to take that deal? I think he will. I, I Like I said, I don't think he's quite ready to say goodbye to Formula 1, especially if we land up with a, a shortened season. I think he's going to want the full swan song, and like he said earlier, to say goodbye on his terms. And I, I hope that's how it plays out. I really do. Yeah, me too. Just My favourite driver ever is Mark Webber. So back in the Back in the Red Bull days, I was not a fan of Vettel, it's fair to say. Um, but since he's joined Ferrari, he has grown on me quite a lot. Um, and I mean, yeah, it'd be a real shame to see him leave and, you know, not have the last race, not have a proper goodbye. I, I Yeah, I think he will take the deal. I think I don't think money's an issue for him. Well, obviously, money's not an issue for him. But I don't think that pay cut something he's too, he'd be too concerned about. I think it's more whether you know, he needs to ensure he'll get equal treatment to Leclerc and not just be a number two driver. But yeah, I think as long as they offer him, promise him that there'll be equal terms and he won't just be a backup for Leclerc, then yeah, I think he'll take it as well. Yeah, I don't see I don't see Vettel playing number two. Um, so you're probably very right in saying that, that as long as Ferrari said to him, Fair game, everybody's on equal footing, you guys race it out and we'll see who comes out on top, then yeah, Vettel will Vettel will take that one year. But I think if Ferrari make it clear to him that that Leclerc is the man, then no, he won't. I mean he would want to spend their last season being chopped liver to some youngster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think I mean, for me, I I've not wanted to speak, but I feel like for F one drivers, how they go out must be quite important, you know. I think it's always great if a driver goes out you know, on his own terms, at the top. You know, it was such a shame to see Alonso go out in the midfield, Button to go out in the midfield, Schumacher not doing great at Mercedes. So, yeah, what I'd love to see is Vettel just have one more year at Ferrari, do really well, maybe even beat Leclerc, which we have boldly predicted. So, uh, yeah, I'd like to see it. But, uh, yeah, well, that's just about everything for today's episode. Thanks, as always, to everyone for listening and sending in your comments. If you'd like to have your opinions read out on here in the future, then keep an eye on our Facebook page, Planet F1, and our Twitter account, Planet underscore F1. Michelle, thanks as always for coming on. Always a pleasure. And uh, we'll be back soon for another episode. In the meantime, you can find everything Michelle, myself, and the rest of the team right on our site, planetf1.com. But yeah, thanks again for listening. Stay safe. Uh, try not to go crazy if you're stuck inside. 
Bye. Trying to recruit someone right now? At irishjobs.ie, we know it's just one more thing on your endless to-do list. Somewhere between preparing Friday's presentation and picking up dinner. That's where irishjobs.ie can help. With almost one million registered career seekers in our constantly updated talent bank, you can be sure you'll always hire the pick of the bunch. Take that to-do list. Get a fresh perspective on your recruitment. Visit irishjobs.ie forward slash hire. Sports Social Podcast Network.